Hey everybody, welcome back. Ian here. So I want to open up our time with a psalm reading from Psalm 121. So I just want to invite you to just engage and tune in as I read this psalm over our time together now. Psalm 121. I look up to the mountains. Does my help come from there? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not let you stumble. The one who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel never slumbers or sleeps. The Lord himself watches over you. The Lord stands beside you as your protective shade. So the sun will not harm you by day or the moon at night. The Lord keeps you from all harm and watches over your life. The Lord keeps watch over you as you come and go both now and forevermore. Amen. Hallelujah, God, unshakable. Hallelujah. 
captive and break every chain. Oh God, you have done great. We dance in your freedom, awake and alive. Oh Jesus, our Savior, your name lifted high. Oh God, you have done great things. You have done centering on Christ as central uh, in my life and so hopefully it can be the same for you here now as we as we lift it up soon in person as a ministry so Jesus 
Jesus. It's all in your name I pray. Amen. Hey guys, Corey Willoughby, student pastor here at Oklahoma Christian Church. Good to be with you guys again. So hey, how how, uh, how many of you have ever broken an arm or a leg or you, you've had some kind of injury where you had to have a cast or a brace for a while? How was that? Man, when you got a cast or a brace on, you can't really do what you normally do. You've got some restrictions and some limitations placed on you because of, well, what's going on. It can be frustrating. Now, how'd you feel when you got the cast off? I'm guessing that one of your first responses when you got the cast off was something kind of like this. Man, most of us like freedom. Whether it's the freedom to make our own decisions or, or just freedom from the, the feeling of not being contained or trapped or something like that. We like feeling free. We don't like feeling trapped. I mean, one of the things that, uh, that just I uh, hate it, that makes me feel trapped is when I'm driving down the road, things are normal, and then out of nowhere for no reason at all, my seatbelt locks up. You experience that? Does that happen to you? Man, when that happens, I just, I, I, I lose it. I freak out. I can't move like I normally do. And so I'm sitting there and I can't get to loosen up and all that stuff. And I, I look crazy to anyone else who sees me, passing me or whatever. Big picture of things, it's not a big deal. I'm not in danger. Uh, nothing's going to happen to me. I just am a little more contained than I was a few minutes ago. Nothing bad is happening. I just feel trapped. I don't like that feeling of being trapped, of not having the freedoms that I'm used to. And the good news is that because of who God is and because of what God has done, man, you and I are more free than we could ever be. It's a great thing. Today we're talking about how we are free from sin. Sin is something that can trap us. It's something that can hold us down. It can take away the good things that God has for us. It creates this feeling, kind of like the seatbelt does, of being trapped, of not being able to operate normally, like you've got no control. That's exactly what sin does to us. Now, sin is anything we choose to do that goes against God's desire for our lives. And the crummy thing about sin is that we've all done it. We're all guilty of sinning at least one time. If you are alive, you have sinned. Romans 3.23 says, For everyone has sinned, we all fall short of God's glorious standard. Now see, there is not one person who has ever lived on this planet that has not sinned at least one time except for Jesus. And this started all the way back at the beginning with the first people that God ever created. See, God created Adam and Eve and he gave them one rule to follow. Now we don't know how long it took before they broke this rule, but when we look in the Bible, it's in Genesis chapter 3. So three chapters into the Bible... And sin is already present in God's creation. And since that moment, there has not been a day that has passed where sin hasn't been a part of our world. The thing about sin is that it never adds anything good to our lives. It never has a positive effect on us. Sure, it may seem okay at the time and may seem good or fun in the moment. We may feel that whatever we are letting happen or whatever choices we are making in our lives doesn't have any consequences because, hey, like I'm not feeling anything negative right now. I'm not feeling a negative impact right here. 
But sooner or later, we realize the effect that sin has on us, and it's never good. It's always a bad thing, and that is why Jesus did what he did. You see, God knew the power that sin would have over us. God knew that on our own, we could never overcome sin. It's just part of being human. We have this human nature, this human side and desires that, man, we're going to give in to sin more than we would like to admit. It's just part of who we are. And so before God even created anything, he knew that he was going to send his one and only son, Jesus, to provide us with freedom from sin. You see, sin comes with a punishment. Romans 6.23, it says, for the wages of sin is death. Okay, so what's a wage? A wage is something you earn because of your actions. Think about it like this. If you're in a home where you get an allowance because of chores that you do, you know what a wage is. And so your parents will, will look at you and they tell you if you do these actions, if you take out the trash or you sweep or you do the dishes or put up your laundry or any of that stuff, if you do these things, then you get this payment. That payment is your wage. It's what you earn because of what you did. What Paul tells us in this Romans passage is, hey, because you sin, because you do things that, that, you, that God doesn't want you to do, what you earn because of that, the wage that you get because of sin is death. And man, if we left it right there, that's a pretty depressing story. But check out the rest of what Romans 6.23 says. It says, For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. See, because of what Jesus did through the cross, we have the opportunity to be free from sin. Because of what Jesus did for us through the cross, we have freedom from sin. Now, this doesn't mean that we will never face sin again. It doesn't mean that sin just oh, disappears. We don't have to worry about it anymore. It doesn't mean that we will never be tempted by sin ever again because we absolutely will. Now, what this means is that when our human nature gives in, we can have forgiveness of our sins. See, we still need to do the best we can to not do the things God doesn't want us to do. But we all know that we're going to make mistakes. We're going to mess up again because, again, we're human beings. It's just kind of what we do. It's not what God wants us to do, but because we live in a, a world that has sin in it, it's going to be part of our lives. And when we are in those moments, when we make those mistakes, when we sin, those are the moments that we need to talk to God. In 1 John chapter 1, it says, If we claim we have no sin, we are only fooling ourselves and not living in the truth. But if we confess our sins to him, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all wickedness. Man, when we mess up, when we sin, we can get a new start simply by talking to God. We own up to our mistake. We, we confess that we did something wrong. We ask God for forgiveness and then we move on. We start over. God still loves you. And that next time when you mess up again, because you will mess up again, God will forgive you when you ask him. And God will still love you. 
Now, the goal is for us to always be improving, to always be moving ahead, to always be trying to get better at living out our faith in our relationship with God. And when we accept the fact that we are free from sin because of who Jesus is and what Jesus has done for you, that is when we can turn around and help other people find and follow Jesus. Hey guys, thanks again for joining us today. I hope that you were encouraged in the freedom that we have from God and the freedom we have because of God. Man, we've got some big things happening and we are excited to share those with you. We've got middle school, high school pool parties coming up. We've got some other events coming up uh, in September and the rest of the year. But we are so excited to share with you guys that on September 13th, that is our planned date to reopen student ministry. And so on September 13th, Sunday, September 13th, we are reopening student ministry and we are super excited to be with you guys and hang out with you. Now, it's going to look different. There are going to be some things that aren't happening like they were before. There's going to be some things that, ha that we have to change just to make sure we are staying safe. But there's going to be a lot of new opportunities that we are super excited about. So be on the lookout for some more information about that stuff. As always, check in with our social media, check in with the website because information is always going to be on there. And if you want to ever talk about anything, hit me up. My email is here and it's on the end of this uh, video as well. And we would love to talk with you guys. I would love to talk with you guys. I'm super excited to get back together with you all and just continue doing life together and see your faces. It's going to be good. We are excited. We love you guys. We'll see you guys later.